and I welcome you to What's New. We move on today to verses 8 through 10 of Matthew chapter 28. These verses give us Matthew's account of the appearance of Jesus to the two Marys. As they leave the tomb on their way to find the disciples, they are met by Jesus. The women fall to the ground, take hold of his feet, and worship him. These words by Matthew seem to contradict the encounter of Mary Magdalene with her resurrected Lord. John gives us this encounter in chapter 20, verse 17 of his book, where he writes, Don't touch me, he cautioned, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. But go find my brethren and tell them I ascend to the Father and your Father, my God and your God. The explanation is that between these two encounters, Jesus had ascended to his Father and had presented his precious blood in heaven's holy of holies. Now, here are Matthew's words, and he writes, The women ran from the tomb, badly frightened, but also filled with joy, and rushed to find the disciples to give them the angel's message. And as they were running, suddenly Jesus was there in front of them. Good morning, he said. And they fell to the ground before him, holding his feet and worshiping him. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be frightened. Go, tell my brothers to leave at once for Galilee to meet me there. Our study is Pastor Henry Horner. The Sabbath was ended, Sunday had just dawned, an angel from the dimension of eternity rolled back the stone to the tomb of Jesus so that its contents could be viewed by humans. Several women in search of Jesus' body approach in fear. The angel speaks. Do not be afraid, the angel said. For I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. 
Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. That's chapter 28, verses 5 through 10. Of what were these women afraid? That Jesus would not be raised? No, they saw him. He talked to them. He was alive. They must have been afraid because heaven opened. They had been in touch with the eternity dimension. We humans are naturally afraid of that dimension. The dimension of eternity is not a part of our normal daily experience. The unknown frightens us. But this was Jesus, their God, their Lord, whom they loved. That's why the fear of these women was mingled with joy, joy and fear together. There was no doubt that it was Jesus himself who met them. They knew him. Here is a post-resurrection appearance of Jesus, of which there were at least 11, before he switched to the dimension of eternity or before he ascended to his Father. Judging from all the data given in the New Testament, it is clear that Jesus had died. There is no doubt whatever about that. When his body was removed from the cross and laid in the tomb, it was dead. The spirit had vacated his body. That he was merely unconscious and recovered while in the cool of the tomb just will not stand up to fair and proper scrutiny. So now he stood before these women, evidently in the same body. Other writers recount the appearances of Jesus to many persons sometimes as many as 500 at once. Some saw and felt his wounds. Thomas was called to verify Jesus' identity. The marks that Thomas felt were proof positive that the body risen was the same as the body buried. But there was one big difference between his pre-resurrection and his post-resurrection body. His body after his resurrection was glorified. It was changed. He could now appear and disappear in a mysterious way. When he walked with two disciples to Emmaus, he suddenly just disappeared. That word indicates a supernatural disappearance. He could appear just as miraculously. Evidently, Jesus appeared before his disciples while the doors remained closed. Evidently, his glorified, resurrected body was not limited to or by space and time. The Bible writers do not inform us how Jesus accomplished this. We could speculate. While that would be interesting, this is not the proper forum. There are mysterious elements about his post-resurrection glorified body. Sometimes he was not recognized. Mary Magdalene mistook Jesus for the gardener. 
but there were mysterious and miraculous elements about his resurrected body, that's clear. But that it was his body of flesh and bones is also clear. Evidently, his glorified body was able to act independently of our laws of time and space. Paul called his a spiritual body, not a spirit body. It was a material body, but it was subject to the spirit, and as such becomes a pattern for the resurrection body of every believer who has his eternity-type life. By spiritual body is meant a glorified, resurrected, material body that is controlled by the Spirit of God and is able to do all that the Spirit demands. It is subject to the Spirit. The possibilities for such a body are unlimited. It is imperishable. It will never experience decay or disintegration. It is incorruptible, glorious, powerful, and immortal, as Paul describes it in 1 Corinthians 15. 42 to 50. The fact that God raised Jesus to life in the body in which he died has tremendous implications for us. He conquered death and all of its disastrous effects on our physical bodies. When we experience resurrection, and we will, because he did, we will be like him. Our bodies will be like his resurrected, glorified body with all its marvelous elements and capabilities. Because he lives, we will live also. His resurrection is our hope, and his resurrected body is our pattern. It is clear that the resurrection of Jesus' body is a crucial doctrine of the Christian faith. Paul said that without it, our faith would be useless. In fact, Paul implies that the resurrection of Jesus is more important than his death. To the Romans he wrote, Christ Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God, Romans 8.34. Of course, we can't separate his death from his resurrection. They together form the crux of the gospel.
Radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H, After California, 93263, USA.